Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, June the 15th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am excited to join you today to talk about one of the PGA majors. It is the U.S. Open, which uh, you cannot get much more exciting and better than that one. And there's all kinds of backstories uh, with this tournament this week, for sure. A uh, couple of things. First of all, it's uh, at Brookline, Massachusetts, and it is the country club of Brookline. And it is where they played the 1988 Masters. So nobody, uh, you know, contending here that played in that one, that's for sure. But it's also the venue of one of my, this is the truth too, one of my top three favorite sports memories of my lifetime. And that was the Ryder Cup in 99. Uh, one of the great stories, comebacks, improbable wins by the U.S. team, um, and just a fantastic uh, Ryder Cup. So if, if you've never experienced that 99 Cup, you know, look it up, check out the highlights. You know, it, it was an incredible thing. And so this course will bring back some great memories from 23 years ago. I can't believe it's been 23 years, but still can remember Justin Leonard rolling in that enormous long putt on 17 and uh, the U.S. looking like they had lost and come back and, and won it. So uh, great memories there. It's a great course. They've lengthened it a little bit. It's going to be tough. I mean, you're talking like 7,300 yards right in that area, which doesn't sound like the worst, but it's a par 70. So when you're talking par 70 that's that long, uh, you're going to need the big sticks this week. There's no question about it. Um, there are some holes you can score on, some of the par fives, a couple of the par fours, and there's a, a, a forgiving par three as well. So, you know, I don't think these are going to be blow-up scores like you see in, in a lot of U.S. Opens, uh, but it's not going to be easy either. Uh, if you're not in the fairway, uh, which is very hard to hit there, uh, you are penalized in the rough. And, you know, it's going to be tough to make pars if you're not keeping the ball straight. So not only do you have to keep it straight, though, you have to be long. So whoever's got the, you know, the driver rolling, which you're going to need this week, uh, is really going to be the tough ones to beat. I think it's that's the key factor. And, you know, so total driving is a great stat to look at. That's what I did in some of my preparation uh, because it really is that combination. It's not like one of the courses where we say, okay, you know, the strategic hitters will be able to place the ball and, and put it in the right spot on the greens and score, or the courses that, you know, some of them are 7,600 yards now where you have to have, you could just let it rip where you're not penalized in the, you know, if you spray it outside of the fairway. This is the combination that makes it tough because you're going to need to keep it in the fairway and you have to be long, as I said. I know I've said it like three times already, but that is the key. So we need to find some of those guys. We'll talk about who I think uh, fits the bill there, who's hot. We'll look at the recency and we'll take a look at, you know, what the odds are in Vegas because that always tells us a lot uh, on those futures. So um, if, uh, if you're watching this now and you're a PGA fan, this is an exciting week for us. Can't wait to watch a lot of golf. They have it on hours and hours. You get to watch pretty much as much golf as you can take. So uh, exciting stuff. And we have the U.S. Open going on. Well, we still have the NBA Finals with Game 6 tomorrow. 
huge MLB slates, just a fantastic time to be a sports fan and to be a DFS player because fantastic um, contests in all of them. If you get in those Millie Makers, there's several of them in golf. Jump in those early. Get your spots reserved. There definitely are some great contests. If you want to be a part of what we're doing here at Coach Talk, again, you can't get a better time to do it. Go to dfscoachtalk.com. You can join for as little as 10 bucks for three days. You'll get all of our coverage for all of those sports that I just mentioned for the next three days. And we'd love to have you. Uh, we also do one-on-one -on -one sessions with all of our members, strategy session, looking at contest selection, bankroll management, whatever areas uh, you want to do a little uh, brainstorming about. So uh, come and join us. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube right now, quick thumbs up would be greatly appreciated. That really helps us on the algorithm. Hit the subscribe button, button while you're at it and the little alert button in the corner. This way, anytime one of our podcasts is premiering, uh, you're going to be alerted so you can jump in there and talk in the chat with us and check it out. Today, for example, we have three podcasts premiering with our NBA one for tomorrow's game. Obviously, this one that you're already watching and then the MLB one that has games uh, all day long. So uh, we would love to have you join us and love to have you check us out. Okay. Let's dive right directly into the stats. <clears throat> our, our partners at betus.com.pa, we want to thank them for being a sponsor. And we have a great uh, deal with them. If you want to play uh, some of these games, the NBA or play the golf uh, bets, whatever, and you're looking for a good book to do that, go to betus.com.pa. And if you sign up with your first deposit of at least $79, that's it. Uh, with BetUS, and you use the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space, you get a free month of Coach Talk. So you don't even have to worry about buying a three-day pass. You get a full month of Coach Talk, everything we've got, full access. That's a $75 value. Plus, you get your betus.com.pa uh, wagers. And I've been there 16 years. They're fantastic. So check them out. You'll definitely enjoy that. And these odds are presented by them. Favorite to win it, Rory McIlroy. He is 10-1 to 1 coming off the victory uh, last week. We had him as our key play, and we called him out as a winner last week, and he got it done. So definitely still on the Rory bandwagon. I think he's playing well. I think he'll be in contention. His game certainly has all the aspects of being competitive here, and he is one of my favorites, even though he's – 10-to-1 uh, favorite on the odds. John Rom 14-to-1 is next. I'm not probably going to be on Rom, but you can never count him out. I just haven't liked the consistency around the greens that he's shown, and he's not getting the ball up and down as he used to. Uh, his putting isn't as sharp also. Uh, still a huge threat. He can put the pieces together, but with the length of this course, uh, you know, there you have to be able to scramble around the greens. And I just don't think he's uh, super sharp in that area, but always a danger. Uh, a big favorite and a guy that's going to get a lot of play, Justin Thomas. Certainly a guy you could play in there. If you put him with Rory, you got to get a little, start getting a little bit, uh, you know, uh, thinking outside the box for how you're going to finish off the lineup salary wise. But there is plenty of value here. So you, you can go uh, Rory and Justin. 
Uh, Justin's my second choice uh, to win it. I think he's, again, long, has the, the consistency, just a solid player that uh, certainly uh, this, this type of victory falls right into his sweet spot. So uh, a guy you definitely want to look at. Fourth choice is uh, the world's number one, and that's Scotty Scheffler. He's also 16 to one, um, certainly can put it together in any time frame. Certainly think he'll be a threat as well. But again, you know, it'd be great if you could play Rory, Justin, and Scotty all on your uh, lineup, but uh, you're going to have to probably roster yourself as the last person in if you do that because there's no salary left. So you got to make some tough decisions. Scheffler is a tough one. You know, if you're going to rotate out of one of the other guys, Scheffler's certainly uh, a guy that you can consider. Next at 18 to 1, Cameron Smith. Again, recency, he's playing well, always dangerous. Does have stretches where he gets a little sloppy out there, but again, he's got the length for this course. When his putter gets hot, he is dangerous, certainly be, can be considered uh, a threat. Also, Jordan Spieth at 20 to 1. Uh, playing decent golf, just don't trust him though right now completely. Still misses those short putts from time to time. Uh, I think it gets into his head a little bit. Uh, certainly a guy you can look at, but he's pretty expensive on all the sites as well, and I'll probably go elsewhere. Uh, forgotten guy recently is Brooks Kepka. He's next at 25 to 1. Um, just, you know, a, another guy that just has never put it back together since the knee injury. Uh, a season and a half ago. He's in contention. He gets close at times, but his inconsistency has shown more and more. And with the price that he's at, uh, both at 25 to 1 and in DFS, uh, I'm going to go elsewhere. Uh, here's a guy that, you know, the other big story, obviously, with this U.S. Open is uh, in golf in general, is this live tour that they started the Saudi Arabian back tour that has purchased guys to play in it is basically what they've done. They've paid Phil Mickelson 200 million just to participate and play Dustin Johnson. They paid 120 million. And to put that into perspective, Tiger Woods for his career on the PGA tour, which arguably either him or Jack, but I would say the best, career in the history of the PGA Tour. He's owned, uh, earned a little over $121 million in earnings for his career. That's just tournament purse. And they're giving just Dustin Johnson $120 million to go play in this live tour. So it is crazy. I don't know what it's going to do to the game of golf, but there are several players that have gone over uh, to play. A lot of the foreign players uh, you know, and I don't know what this is going to do to the Ryder Cups coming up. You know, what rulings are going to be made? This is going to get ugly before uh, it gets better or may, may change it for good. Uh, that's the difficult part. Um, Dustin Johnson is one of those guys that made the move, like I said. And I'm not going to take any of those guys this week. I, I think that just way too much, you know, controversy and questions. The press is going to be all over them total distractions. The PGA is extremely upset with these guys. They're banning them from life from the tour when they can legally. And there's all of that going on. So the, you know, the Dustin Johnson's, Phil Mickelson's, 
Uh, all the other guys that that went, Lee Westwood, Kevin Na, there's a huge list. Uh, I'm not playing any of them this week. I just think that for them to come in under those circumstances, feeling probably feelings they've never had in going to a golf tournament, you know, they're going to be shunned, if you will, from, uh, you know, the tour itself. It's just going to be an odd situation and the press is going to be relentless as well. So I'm going to fade Dustin and the rest of those guys uh, that went over to the live tour and Dustin's only 25 to one. A couple other guys we'll go through here. Colin Morikawa also 25 to one and Shane Lowry 25 to one. Now uh, Morikawa always dangerous, just not firing on all cylinders. Certainly a guy that can get hot. Uh, I'm not going to go there. I just don't think he's shown the consistency that he needs. And, you know, for that, I just, you know, this is the kind of course where unless you're in top A form, grinded out form, uh, I don't think you're going to do well. And he certainly isn't in the best form of his young career uh, either. Shane Lowry, he's been right in the thick of everything. Uh, and, you know, as far as making a cut and being in contention, he's a fine play at 25 to 1. I will say he does play better when it's cooler, it's a little wet, or, you know, all of those scenarios from just, you know, growing up and playing in Ireland. But uh, the forecast is pretty good. 70s throughout the week, low 80s, a little chance of rain maybe on Friday, but not much, just a shower, no washouts, no cold temperatures. Winds will be consistent, like 12 to 15 miles an hour, so nothing crazy. So, you know, just for that reason alone, it downgrades Lowry for me. I, I like to fire him up when we're going to have some tougher conditions, but his his results stand for themselves. He is playing great golf. Uh, last couple of guys we'll go over here. Victor Hovland at 28. Again, a guy that we know when he gets hot can win it, but he's just not been good on the greens. He, you know, he is not putting well enough at this point uh, to win a major like this. And if he can work that out with the flat stick, he's got everything else um, and uh, a guy to keep an eye on, but again, expensive. Xander Shoffley, you know, I went to him in the last major and it's hard not to go to him in majors because he's always right there. He's a nice 33 to one. Again, not, you know, at the peak of his game, but certainly a guy, you know, that can attack a par 70, 70, 300 yard course and, and still slice it up because he's plenty long enough and he's got the other pieces. So definitely a guy I'm considering. It's hard to eliminate him in any major just because he's always right there. Um, next, Patrick Cantlay. You know, again, a guy that's not playing his best golf. And he's, he's had a few weeks where he's uh, done well. But from a consistency standpoint, not putting the pieces together as I'd like to see. And therefore, I'm not going that direction. Uh, there's the last two guys at 33 to one. It's pretty interesting. One of them's Matthew Fitzpatrick, who I've been on all year. He's played well. He's been right there. He's in contention. He just hasn't been able to finish the deal uh, some of these weeks when he's right there. But again, a safe guy to make the cut, safe guy to be in, in competitive, and somebody I'd like to try to fit into some of my lineups. Last guy is Tiger Woods. How about that? Tiger is only 33 to one. He remembers uh, Brookline very well from 99. So he's been there, done that. And, uh, 
you know, I, I just can't do it. I mean, I forever, whoever plays him, go for it. He's going to be on, you know, they'll be following him on every shot and I get it, but you know, to play at this level at this tough of a course, you know, half injured and not in, you know, playing much, I just don't see how you can do it, but you know, more power to you if you can go that direction, no doubt about it. All right, that is a breakdown there of uh, the odds, sort of the, the weather, the, the scenario. We've got, of course, these great stories with the Live Golf guys. Um, let's throw a couple of prize picks plays at you, and then we will get down the road here so you can get ready for this event. Um, one guy that I didn't mention because he wasn't in that top group, he's longer than 33 to 1, a guy that I think can be sneaky good this week. And a guy I'm going to have in a lot of lineups is Joaquin Neiman. I'm going to take him under 71 and a half strokes for the round one. Prize picks goes round by round. You can't play for the whole tournament. So Joaquin Neiman under 71 and a half. He'll be in a lot of my lineups. He certainly has the length and he can putt the ball. So I think he's in contention this week. Uh, he's one of my picks. Um, as far as uh, the other two guys I'm going to give out here are the two guys I mentioned, the big uh, money winners. Combined, they were paid $320 million to play in the Live Tour. Uh, somebody's living right, man. That's nuts. But it's uh, I'm going to go Dustin Johnson over 71 and a half. So I think he goes at least two over par in that first round. And I know this number is huge for Phil, but he's no younger. He's been the, the guy. He looks like this has taken a toll on him, though. If you've seen him in interviews or pictures, it just, I mean, I get it. I don't blame the guy. I mean, if you're offered $200 million, I mean, you got, how can you not take that? I mean, you'd have to be stupid not to take that. And uh, so I get it, but I just think it's going to have a negative effect on his game. And you just can see it. And his over-under number here on prize picks for round one is 75, five over par. I'm still taking the over. I think you're going to have people think that's just too high of a number. But I think, you know, 77, 78, easy for Phil. Not playing great, all the distractions. He really is the figurehead for this switch over to live golf. And I'm going to take advantage of that and go over Phil 75. All right, my friends, that is it for PGA, the U.S. Open this week. I uh, just wanted to give a little bit of a blanket look as you're building these lineups. We're going to provide this evening for our members uh, a core build for DraftKings and then full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo. So if you're looking for some PGA, hopefully takedowns in these Millie Makers, uh, Coach Talk is the place to go. So come join us, dfscoachtalk.com. If you want to check us out on Twitter, again, it's at dfscoachtalk, and I am at Joe Sarvati. So thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy the U.S. Open this week. It is going to be a fun week, and we'll be back again next week when we look to crush it in PGA, DFS, and prize picks.